you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fantasy Freaks and Geeks, what's up? James Go here. You're listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast on this beautiful Tie Tuesday. Uh, gonna try to get Tie Tuesday going among our fantasy podcast listeners. It's we a, should. It's a it's a big thing here in the uh, NFL fantasy. By the way, Live. it's where you it's where you wear a tie. You don't go out and get like pad tie or you know <laughs> pad tie. Eat, nice. You don't eat Thai food or anything like oh, that. Yeah. I mean, I guess you, I guess you could do that, but that's but you have to take do. the tie off for when we do the show. Yes, because I'm dressed too formally now. That is the yes. irony of irony. <laughs> right, right, right. Marcus Grant, you heard there, MG. Um, the, the whiz kid from Wisconsin, Alex Gelhar here as well. Not. I forgot. Not it was like where? chilly this morning. I was like, oh, cool. I'll throw on a sweater. It's like fall. And then Marcus rolled in. And I was like, oh, Tide Tuesday. Hey, by the way, um, have you gotten soft? Have because I, 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 I know you said it was chilly. No, no, I know. That's what I was going to ask you. So Did it I was, say cold? <laughs> <laughs> it was a good. It was a solid forty-two degrees. It I felt think. wonderful. It Dude, was a oh, solid forty-two love degrees. It. Love it. Uh, this morning in the Southern California area, and I and I got up and I'm like, man. Feels it good. is it is cold out there. Nah, I mean, you can't, you've got like a leather jacket on. I'm ready, dude. It's cold, bro. It is cold. And so <laughs> I was like, you know what? I wonder if Alex Gelhar has gotten soft. Oh no, no. Okay. I I still will never wear a jacket out here. <laughs> Fair enough. I like it. Uh, and the man, uh, the myth, the legend, the Hall of Famer, the man who uh, does not believe in pop culture references from this century. <laughs> that would be. Wait a minute, Michael. Fabio. This century. This century, pal. He's got what Star Wars. Talking about man. Come oh wait, no, Star listen. Wars was last century, wasn't it? Listen, was. listen. Uh, Star Wars. Is still one of my tied favorite into... bands had an album come out two weeks ago. It's, it's you guys are overstating things. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just well. like you know, Seven Dust, great, great album. They just put out two weeks ago, uh, and, and it's not like they were like an '80s hair band. Come on. All right, he's expanding his horizons. But Come on, it's just not going into rap. We've got a or hip hop massive show. Oh yeah, today. yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about, of course, all those injuries. We're going to do a buy, a sell high, buy low. Uh, we'll do a little opportunity 
report as well. Uh, a great column written by Matt Harmon, our colleague there. And, uh, and of course, on this Tuesday, we're going to tell you who to go target on the waiver. And, by the way, I'm just going to warn you, I'm going to be salty today because More I lost normal? Arian Foster in six leagues last week. This week, I lose Le'Veon Bell in four and Keenan Allen in two. And Ted Ginn... Ugh, last night. Okay, I really sorry, need go to ahead. get like a sad violin music to play <laughs> underneath. When, when I tell somebody, you, I somebody had, starts a rant like that, just... I have had some of the, the worst show. luck, and heck, nobody's going to feel sorry for me in the last two weeks that I've had in 20 years of playing fantasy sports. James, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. okay. All right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about Monday night. 29-26, your final. The Colts over, or excuse me, the Carolina Panthers over the Indianapolis Colts in overtime. Uh, it was pretty good stuff. Uh, it was a sloppy game in the first half, obviously, with the, the weather conditions absolutely messing everybody up. I think Cam Newton started the game off one of nine. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> it was a rough start. That but he made up for it. Football. He made up for it. He ended up scoring 18 fantasy points. Oh, if no doubt. Ted Ginn could catch a pass, uh, he would have had over 20. Uh, Not Cam- that I'm salty about that. Cam Newton with uh, 41 yards on the ground. Andrew Locke with 35 yards on the ground as well. But uh, but let's break, di- break it down here. Uh, look, Jonathan Stewart looked pretty good. Uh, 24 carries, 82 yards. He scored that touchdown as well. Uh, yeah, he's finally he's finally getting enough touches where um, he, he's on the RB2 radar. Because that was the trouble. Like He was running well early in the season, but he'd get 10 carries a game. Right. <laughs> you, can't, you can't score fantasy points on 10 carries a game. Well, we figured he was going to have a pretty good game against his Colts defense. That They cannot stop the power run game. Yeah, they're pretty good at stretching you out, but and if you try to go east west, they got the speed just, to go get you. Just what we saw a couple times, Ahmad Bradshaw tried to stretch it outside. Or, I can't uh, remember Fozzie Whitaker and stuff. I can't though. remember the last time the Colts were good against the run. Honestly, it's, it's been, been a while. while. The power They've run game always been, been terrible been against the run. They're just getting smashed up front. But uh, but yeah, so there you go. Greg Olson still, uh, he's still great. Um, Seventy nine yards receiving, a touchdown. Um, he looked great. He he looked wonderful. I, I he, had the, he had the one bad drop, but otherwise he made he made good tough catches uh, to help the offense out. So yeah, in great. tough weather too, it was pretty good. Uh, you know who does not uh, make good catches is uh, Ted Ginn Jr. No, no, he does not. You, you know, but it's been it's been something that's plagued him even going back to his college career. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, and how was he a first round pick? He well, because he's fast. It, it's the it's the yeah. explosiveness. It, so was Darius Hayward Bay. That didn't help him. Well, his co- I mean, look, uh, Ted Ginn Jr.'s college career, you know, speaks for itself. It was pretty good. But uh, in, so uh, but Ted what I'm saying goes. is that in terms of Ted Ginn Jr., he always has he has a somehow has a penchant for dropping wide open long pl- passes. Yeah, that's what's weird. He's still he's still a fine like flex play if the matchup is right because. He will get behind somebody at some point. Yeah. You just gotta hope he catches. And it. and he's gonna get plenty of targets. I mean, you know, I know they throw to Greg Olson a lot, but when they spread to. it around, although you see Philly Brown got into the action. Yeah, right? buddy, right. little Philly Brown Bow there. Town Philly. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, by the way, you you talk about the targets. Uh, Ted Ginn Jr. got ten targets. Greg Olson got twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty good stuff. So, um, what else do we take away from this game? Ah, the the how about the uh, the. Uh, Backfield for the Colts there. Frank Gore, 22 carries, 70 yards. Not great. Tough, tough front seven he was running against. There uh, were a no couple question. times where he had to meet Luke Keekley head on in the hole, and that's just not a matchup it's that not, it's pretty not, much any uh, running back. They tried, they tried to get him going. Um, which they've been doing a lot lately. Which but, I don't understand. And, and Andrew Luck is hurt, man. running back, James. He's got to be hurt. I, 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 it's got to be hurt. Regardless of what what you think about Frank Gore, talent wise, or what he's got left in the I don't understand the rushing the the running game for the Colts is ineffective, and early on, um, it's not working. 
Well, but I think I think a lot of it is that because they're really worried about Andrew Luck, whether he's hurt, whether he's just Isn't making bad that crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're. You can't completely take the ball out of his hands because he is so much of what you do offensively. But I yeah. think they're trying to figure out how to mask this or how to make things easier for him. Yeah. I think that's why you're getting Frank Gore. Get him into advantageous situations. But this yeah. is what I don't get. To, to, if you want to get Andrew Luck going, first of all, run run a no huddle, uh, run run faster off. Just get down by 20-some points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like the garbage time true. king this year. Uh, but I, I don't understand. Just short pass game. Short pass game, over and over and over again. Get his confidence going, get his rhythm going, and then he, take the your tr- deep shot. trouble is he was missing short passes. Yeah, he was. That's the problem. He's, he's he's inaccurate right now. He's making poor decisions. This is he doesn't look like the same guy, man. No, nope. And I don't. Who I don't is know this if guy running the Colts offense? Fabs. It's got to be something else too, because that th- pick he threw to Peanut Tillman. Yeah, he had. All day to throw. All day. He stood back there, stood back there, stood back there, and threw it into triple coverage. I, I know we want to try to get through this quickly, but uh, just uh, real quick. Think about the consensus first-round picks this year. They've almost all been busts. Graveyard. Or injured. Or injured. Yeah. Right? Graveyard. Honestly, I mean, yeah. Le'Veon Bell. Ugh. Injured. Yeah. Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles ugh. Eddie Lacy stink. Uh, Andrew injured. Luck, if he got drafted, he's been, he hasn't been worth it. Antonio um, Brown. Antonio Brown. Yeah, those two games with Michael Vick. Where he, he will be, <laughs> he will be back. He'll get now. better. But look, uh, oh, CJ Anderson, Jeremy Hill, uh, the whole first round almost. I mean, I mean Adrian eight. Peterson's been good. He hasn't been okay. great. Peterson, yeah. Peterson's been okay. Aaron Rodgers has been okay. Uh, Boy, I'll yeah. tell you. I will tell you. It gonna, has been rough. I'm just going to forfeit. Do a, we're going to do a lot round. of introspection and a lot of research this offseason to <laughs> see what we take. I'm just going to forfeit year. my first round pick next year. I'll just I'll show up in the I'll trade round. it away. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'll give you this first three, <laughs> third and fourth. Um, it, it's interesting, too, because, you know, there's that old adage. You can't win your league in the first round, but, but you, you can, can lose, lose it. it. Yeah. But then I'm like, but didn't everybody lose it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty it's much. Like, I, Pretty yeah. much. Okay, that's interesting. Anyways, but we move on. Andrew Luck ended up finishing the game with two – uh, 231 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. There was a point in the fourth quarter where he was still riding a zero. Yeah. Ugh. It was bad. I it mean, look, he didn't bad. he didn't go full Bulger on this one, but he went at least partial <laughs> partial Mark Bulger. <laughs> partial Bulger. Um, the Norman Bates Hotel still murdering fantasy points all over the pl- pl- place. T. Y. Listen, that's nothing. Norman Penitentiary, my friend. You know, penitentiary. There's a lot of I, there's a lot of good things. There's to say a lot of go- yeah, exactly. Josh Norman locked down T.Y. I Hill. mean, I mean, he's he fabulous. Was, he was invisible. Uh, last Dante night. Moncrief had nothing. I mean, Josh Norman is going around. It seems like he's everywhere. They they actually kind of what was funny is they flipped him between both of them. And yeah, someone would cover him as well because they were like, well, we're not just going to take away one of your guys. We'll take away both. It seemed like he was there every single time Andrew Luck went deep. There's Josh Norman. I'm like. Um, what's going on here? Is Josh Norman in the playbook? Like, does he know what, who's going to – he's just – Carolina well, actually just cloned Josh Norman, and they have, like, seven of him <laughs> running around in the defensive backfield now. I mean, it's like it's like he's the new .com. You're that when London Fletcher played, his nickname for all was .com because it's like he was online with the other team's game plan. Yeah. Josh Norman is he's the new .com. Oh. All right, we should move on. All right, we'll move on. Let's get to top headlines. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. This is the woo. I like total. We continue to follow breaking news. Don't watch the news because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. All right, breaking news on this uh, Tuesday morning. Ken Wisenhunt 
was fired. Literally right before we started taping. Yeah, we had to pencil it into our uh, rundown here. Uh, it was good. Uh, but Ken Wisenhunt has been fired in Tennessee. The Titans let him go. Mike Malarkey is now your new head coach there for Titans. Uh, I don't know if that's an upgrade, but that's okay. Um, Marcus Mariota, I, I guess, is you know eyeing a return. Set to practice this week. Yeah, I, I don't know if that has any fantasy value, but that's okay. Um, what does this mean, I guess, from a fantasy perspective? I mean, I know David Cobb is set to come back pretty soon here. Uh, the wide receivers are, phew, I, yeah, okay. I, I, we should, <laughs> the thing is, too, they've got a great matchup this week. We should. New Orleans defense is horrible. Yes. I don't know. But you can't take advantage of it with any confidence at all. What will be nice is what we can we can use this this week as sort of a test subject because you would hope lots of times when these interim coaches yeah, come in. Yeah, the players a, play. Well, and it's a reversion back to rational coaching. Like with the Dolphins, Joe Philbin just hated his great running back for some reason, never gave him the ball. Dan Campbell comes in and is like, I'm going to give my great running back the ball. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, Malarkey wants to work in Doriel Green Beckham more, the most Ooh. athletically gifted person. It'll be interesting to see how he splits up the backfield touches because I was looking at his coaching thing, yeah. his coaching history quick when uh, the news broke. He's had a rushing offense in the top half of the league in attempts in eight of his 12 years as a coordinator or head coach. So he believes in the run. He believes in the run. Uh, and his <clears> first <throat> couple years, he was coaching with, uh, with Slash, Cordell Stewart. Back in Pittsburgh. But I, I do wonder about personnel as well because, you know, he was the head coach there for Buffalo for a few seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, and when you got a guy like Marshawn Lynch and uh, and Fred Jackson and, um, well, I guess I won't mention C.J. Spiller. But uh, but uh, I don't know if he ever – he wasn't there for Spiller, I don't think. Was he not? No, I'm pretty sure. All right. His well. first year with Buffalo, actually, he had Willis McGahee. Oh, yeah. Drop 1,113 teams. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at that just then. And, and then his second year, he had McGahee as well. There you go. Right. And, he, I mean, he obviously, he does want to run the football, and I think he would prefer to have a primary running back. Now, the idea, you know, the question becomes, does he have a that's guy what I'm worthy saying. of that, that That's what I'm Tennessee, saying. When you look but, at the personnel, it's like, eh, oh, jeez. But, I mean, you, you know, I mean, Alex mentioned the Willis McGahee for a couple years in Buffalo. I mean, I think he, he wanted to do that when he got to Jack. Jacksonville, but Maurice Jones-Drew was hurt one year, so you, know, you saw a lot of Rashad Jennings. That didn't necessarily work out particularly well. So I think he would like to. It's just a question of does he have the, the personnel to do that down there. So, All right. Well, let's just let's speculate here, okay, because a lot of these Tennessee backfield guys are widely available in leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who, If there's going to be a featured guy, who might it be? I think it's Antonio Andrews or David Cobb. Andrews ran pretty well last week, and he's, I mean, in limited touches, he's ran okay. Um, so M- Malarkey might go with the inter- with the incumbent guy. Yeah. And plus, this broke my heart to hear this news, but David Kopp apparently showed up to practice overweight. Yeah. I was yeah. like, why, David? Why are you doing You've this? You've had all this time to get yourself ready for this. Yeah, tell me, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it could still, I mean, I think David Cobb is still the most naturally talented and pure runner on the team, but we'll have to see how the coaching staff views him. Bro, if he's showing up out of weight, he's missed 10 weeks of practice. No. No. It's yeah, that, that that leans toward Antonio Andrews nope. in the short term. Uh, I'm I'm dropping David Cobb in all formats. Oh jeez, it's he's still worth holding on to. All right, he is that's, because that's the crazy. running back position has been uh, a graveyard. Yes, but, it's been sad. But that being said, though, I mean, come on, you can't. It, it, we were talking about this last year too. You know, it's like you can't miss this many weeks of practice. It's a slap in the face to professional athletes to say. Well, I mean, he's come back for like two weeks of practice now because that's how the things worked out. And it was it was a lower leg injury, so it might have been hard for homeboy to to keep the pounds off. I hear you. 
But we'll, hey, we'll you see. know what? Those Snicker bars, they, they come calling for you when you're uh, sitting at home. You can't oh, do anything. Boy. Seeing a lot of those those commercials during the games. You probably That's right, man. Back. Just go get I a Snickers. You, bro. But, all right, we should okay. uh, we should keep pounding uh, through right. these headlines. All right, let's keep going. Vernon Davis, uh, this was a big headline yesterday. Vernon Davis was traded to Denver. Uh, you got two marquee franchises there, the Niners in an absolute fire sale. Ver- Vernon Davis traded to the Denver uh, I was going to call them the Nuggets for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Denver Broncos uh, for absolutely nothing. I mean, a seventh-round pick. I, Marcus, you and I were talking about this downstairs, but I thought they could have got maybe a can, – can you get a fourth-rounder? I mean, because here's the thing. He's not – I thought I thought the salary was the problem here. He's getting paid peanuts this Trouble year. Trouble is, man. trading veterans, they never go for as much as we think they should because it's, par- it's partially unloading the contract, and it's like – if you're the Niners, you either trade him for whatever you can get or you get nothing at the end of the year. Right, and I think that like, that was the deal. Don't forget, like, four years ago, Anquan Bolden got traded for a sixth-round pick. Not Anquan Bolden today. Anquan Bolden, like, <laughs> three years ago or whatever. Right, and you know, as, I was, as I was saying earlier that when you look at Vernon Davis, his recent body of work has been awful. I mean, yeah. he, he doesn't have a touchdown. I think, what, week one of last year was the last time he scored a touchdown. Oh, for the love of God, is um, that still true? I, I believe that is still <laughs> the case. Let me let me verify that, but... Uh, <laughs> How dare you bring facts into this argument? I mean, you know, he has shown nothing on film in the last couple of seasons. They, you know, if you're another team, you realize the Niners aren't going to re-sign him. They're not going to get anything for the guy. So there's really no reason to go out and give San Francisco a whole lot of it. If they wanted more than a seventh-round pick, if I'm another team, i just say, well, you know, I guess if we really want him, we'll wait till the offseason and right. we'll make a move for him. And I'm, I'm going back and, yep. Week one of last year, he caught two touchdowns against, against the Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, and that's the last time he's been in the NFL. And I believe he scored half of his pretty much half of his fantasy, fantasy points, points in that yeah, one, game. one game for yeah. the whole season. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, what, do we, what do we think of him in Denver? Look, it's a three-headed attack. You know, they were talking about um, how the coaching staff there, when they were um, in Houston, uh, would run three tight ends all the time. So you know, they've got three right now. They're running two tight ends. Virgil Green and Owen Daniels are are, are seeing a good amount of work. Um, together i imagine vernon davis will just be in the mix as well um I, i'm sure benny benny fowler's value goes down if he's, that, a, wide, he's a wide receiver right? just i a, know but i'm seeing him come off the field there's probably a lot of wide sets feed there man it's it's tough to, i think i think vernon you know, davis becomes worth an ad though because owen daniels runs like a dad and <laughs> virgil green has barely been able to get on the field in the in the last five years so that's probably why. I mean, they don't make this trade if they're just going to give him two targets a game. I feel bad for uh, Virgil Green at this point. <laughs> you know, it's like, bro, <laughs> like I know you've been waiting in the wings, but Vernon Davis, come on down. Right. So I, I think he's worth an ad because if – and also, you know, Manning's arm still isn't what it was, and right. as it gets colder and he's racked up more attempts on it, he might they might have picked up Davis to give Manning a better outlet in the middle of the field That's and on point. those boots and stuff. So he's definitely worth an ad. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'm deploying him right away yet as an every week tight end one, but but it's so hard to add a second t- tight end to your roster. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. It's it's tough. I, I see Vernon Davis as a top fifteen tight end in, fantasy wise. He's got. I mean, ups, what's upside. That, what's that saying? A top I, well, tight end. Like, exactly. Top like, no, the, I know exactly. If you've been, if you're one of the people that drafted Jordan Cameron have been and have been waiting for his upside to come out or Zach Ertz, like I'd probably drop either of them to take a chance on Vernon Davis at this point. There are some names now that. Um, you know, maybe we liked or didn't like in the preseason that should not be on rosters anymore. Right. Those are two. Amir Abdul is another one. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a bench. Or he's, he's, a, he's another a one yeah. at this point. Yeah. Uh, and we've been talking. We've been and actually really so is Peyton Manning to be quite well, honest. Yes, I mean obviously you you brought up the great uh, great point that he's uh, going into last week was the quarterback number thirty three. Yeah. Now I believe it's like <laughs> thirty two yeah. team. Now I think he's like twenty seven or twenty eight. So I he's like moving that. up. I like that. Manning Manning <laughs> was Manning was getting some yards on uh, Sunday night, and I was looking at the fantasy handle mentions, and somebody's like, "There's all those idiots at NFL Fantasy that said Peyton is washed." And I was like. Bro, he had 11 points at the end of the game. <laughs> he's still washed. And oh, that don't was, get it twisted. And that was his highest point total in like a month. Oh, now. that Good. is rough, bro. All uh, right. But, yeah, I think Vernon Davis has top seven potential. I just can't right. ever – I mean, even if he gets a bunch of targets, I just can't see him being a top five guy. But he has still been – he's still good around the red zone. He's still fast, so we'll, we'll see. We'll but. monitor that situation, no doubt about it. Um, Garrett Selleck, by the way, in San Francisco does get a boost, though. Sneaky. He could yeah. be danger zone. Um, I unfortunately already went with Garrett Selleck. He burned me. Oh. You and me both, friend. <laughs> but uh, we shall see. Although, yeah, no, I do think that he's got uh, he's got interesting sleeper potential. Keep an eye. I would almost rather add Garrett Selleck than uh, Vernon Davis. That would be my thing. I don't know. I feel like Vernon Davis' value goes up just by leaving the greater Bay Area. Uh, we'll stay in San Francisco. Colin Kaepernick was benched for Blaine Gabbert. Now, th- that that right there is when you know your career is taking a downward turn. Oh, he's getting cut this offseason. I mean, he has a pay-as-you-go contract. There's no way they're using him um, in the upcoming season. By the way, happy no birthday, way. bro. Happy birthday, Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Today's his birthday? Today's his, Today's birthday, his birthday, and he got benched Aww. for Blaine Gabbert. Happy birthday, bro. That's rough. You know, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Colin, you know what? We love you, man. We love you. Uh, you've been working really hard. We would, we just want you to take a week off. Enjoy your birthday. <laughs> you know, go do what you do. Go see buy some, some shoes. See some other friends. Hang out with the second team. You right. Know. It's all good. You know, throw a big birthday bash. Don't invite your teammates. That's fine. <laughs> Ouch. Um, uh, Gabbert, I'm not touching him. Well, nope. Yeah, no. no come on, no, 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 no. Nope. Um, you yeah. know who I am touching? Atlanta's defense. Yeah. <laughs> Although last week we liked Atlanta's defense and they sucked. Is but there anybody? You have yeah. to. I mean, you, you've got you've got Blaine Gabbert at quarterback. Yeah. You've got Kendall Gaskins in the backfield, who no one yeah! has heard of. Kendall Gaskins. You've got Quentin um, Patton is a starting wide receiver for ooh. them. That that team and is, Garrett Selleck is bordering. Yeah. On here we go. Houston Texans bad. Yeah. I, I mean. I, I, the the Falcons defense, I I get where we got burned last week though. Watching that game because the offense just kept turning the football over. Yeah, you know the yep. short fields all over. The, the offense yep. would yep. move down the field, then you know Ryan would throw a pick or they'd fumble or something, and then here come the Bucks back the other direction. So they they put their defense in a really bad yep. situation a lot of times yep. last mm-hmm. week. Um, yeah, I like him as a spot start, no question. Uh, also, you know, we might have been missing the boat. Jameis Winston has been playing better as of late. He hasn't thrown an interception. Three straight weeks. Three straight games. Three straight so. weeks. If you look at his game log, too, in terms of fantasy points, he's right there. Yeah. He has a touchdown in every single he's, game. He's been coming around. Greg, uh, Greg Rosenthal said it best in his recap for that game on Sunday, though, is that he said this was the, the quintessential Jameis Winston game. You had a lot of great throws. You had some really bad throws. Sure. But you just saw enough potential. So if you were a guy that, like, drafted Winston in Dynasty or maybe sitting on your bench – don't worry, like he he should be fine long term. He's had fifteen plus points in three straight games. That's what and I'm saying. Nineteen plus right. in two straight. He's games. a he'll be a good streaming option. But the biggest deal is, and I said this at the beginning of the year, you take the ball out of his hands a little more, you give it to your running backs, and there's less pressure on him. You notice these last three games with no picks, he hasn't thrown the ball thirty times in any one of those games. True. Before he was throwing it Great thirty, point. forty times a game. Yeah, that that week one was rough, right? I mean, he threw that ball a, a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't work out for him. But no, I mean, he's a rookie. I, I, yeah, look, I, I mean, it, it's funny when people are freaking out in the first two weeks. I, I'm like, I, I actually still see something here, man. 
You know, the arm strength is obviously yeah. there. His poise in the pocket is there. It's just, look, his accuracy has never been. That's never been as strong. There were, never been there were strong. always going to be growing pains. Right. But, uh, but yeah, no, fantasy-wise, I'm telling you, I, I really like him uh, moving down the stretch. You look at that, you look at the schedule down the stretch, too. It's like, okay, you know, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. There's got some bad stretches in there, but I think he's absolutely – um, a, a mix and match quarterback for sure. All right, we got some big injuries to get to. Yeah, here Le'Veon now. Bell out for the season. Depressing. Um, yeah, Williams if he's still out there on the waiver wire. Um, and he is. He's yeah. out there on a lot. He yeah, is absolutely. out there on a lot. And um, he, I'm he's got to be the I got to drop a one. lot of my fab budget in one league to get him. Dude, <laughs> I, drop everything. I'm telling you, it's been depressing for me. I've had to drop Arian Foster six times, and now I got to drop Le'Veon Bell four times. If you have fab budget, I'm assuming um, if you have pretty like, good, pretty good. Bu- uh, no, you, you you've got to drop everything. Pretty good part of it. Um, whatever you have left, that's have, what you have like, to get. I have fifty three dollars in this league. I'm You're gonna, not going to get. Him. I'm going to drop at least fifty. No, I think I might get him in this league. Why? How is that possible? Is that a is that a budget out of a hundred? It's a budget out of a hundred. And uh, I mean, we're in week nine. A lot of ads and drops have been had in this league. And I just I don't think anybody in this league. I know this league is going to drop fifty to get him. You know what though? The really? dude who the dude who lost Le'Veon Bell. That's me. Oh, he okay. It's me. That's why I said I got to drop fifty okay. to get him. <laughs> I'd still be surprised if anybody's got sixty bucks or over left on their fab. You're going to be in trouble. I would agree with that. I, I think. Um, I think if you're using fab budget, unless they're not paying attention. I, I don't know. I, I would at this point we're going into week nine. Uh, I mean, I would just say, hey, yeah, I mean, how many times can you get in week nine off of the waiver wire a potential number one running back? I hear you. It's a I lot. You. you can't. And it's, he's looked. I mean, we talked about it in week one. Kendall Gaskins is out there. <laughs> so says the Niners fan. <laughs> Kendall saying. Gaskins, Ken, brah. Kendall Somebody, Gaskins somebody's got to run the ball. Where's the Hain plane, bro? Where's uh, the Hain plane? On an, on an actual plane. No, he got re-signed to the practice squad. I um, hope so. Yeah. The... Uh, I mean, what's happening in the Bay Area, by the way? So, I mean, the the other news of note there. Well, the Reggie Raiders Bush, are doing well. Uh, uh, Reggie yeah. Bush uh, tore his ACL. Uh, what what was the uh, like the over under on number of touches before he was going to get? I think we set it at ten. Seven, no, I think it was like seven and a half. Seven oh, and a half. is where the number. And then, was. what? Well, yeah, Mike Davis has a busted hand. Yeah, broken hands. So, uh, I mean, you know, Garrison Hurst is going to be on a, a you know <laughs> on the line soon to, to come back. <laughs> by so the way, so you're looking at yeah. this this Kendall Gaskins. Right now, and they also uh, signed uh, Sean Drone. Yeah, so gross. he could end Sean up. Sean Drone. He could end up being the guy. I don't know. No. James, James. Yesterday, I, I signed this him. out. Yeah, Sean Drone got signed. Isaiah Pede got signed, and Trent Richardson worked out for an NFL team. If that is not a sign it of the end bleak. of days, I don't know what is. By the way, Rams. Maybe you don't care because you don't think you're going to be where you are much longer. Cover up that cement that's just off the side of the field, right? He's- Two How weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, it's gotten somebody. It got Josh McCown yeah. two weeks ago. It got Reggie Bush this past week. Figure it out. But you know what? Maybe they don't want to figure it out. I maybe they don't. Maybe their own players are like, "Yo, don't just don't go there. Don't go over there. Just don't go to that's that the side. concrete of death over there." <laughs> It's like you got to treat it like you're a little kid. That's the lava. Because notice it's gotten it's gotten two visiting players. Exactly. <laughs> Hasn't gotten the home team. Exactly. All right. All right. We got a lot of injuries still. So Bell was pick up Williams, drop a ton of your fab budget if you have it. All right. So Forte. Matt Forte uh, also dealing with an MCL injury. Le'Veon Bell out for the season with a torn MCL. Matt Forte reportedly dealing with a. Um, you know, a, a hurt MCL as well. It's look, they characterize it, the coaching staff there, as a 
uh, uh, a not season-ending injury. John Fox, of course, being very coy and, and very elusive with uh, what the injury is, how much time he's going to miss, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We expect him to be out multiple weeks, two to three, four, yeah. who knows. Chris Mortensen said, I was just looking at the latest news on right. NFL Insiders on Monday, that is likely to miss at least two weeks. All right, so there you go. Um, it, it opens the door for their rookie that they drafted at Michigan State. I love this kid. Jeremy Lankford out of Michigan State, I think, uh, has real, real potential. Um, I, I really like him, um, and I think he's going to succeed. He got 10 carries after Forte went out in, like, the third quarter or whatever, so he's clearly going to be, like, their workhorse. They like him. He's like an old-school NFC North running back, like yeah. downhill, yep. big, bruising back. And they're playing the Chargers on Monday night. And they're night. playing the Chargers. Like, Lankford, Great matchup. Lankford will be a serious flex consideration, RB2. Even Heck, flex, yeah, RB2 So if you don't get D'Angelo Williams um, – Absolutely, the number two, clear-cut number two guy for sure. It's Jeremy Langford. Is, is Jeremy Langford, and we yep. talk about that Fab budget again. It's, I mean, am I spending? I don't know if I'm dropping eighty on the guy because you're only going to get two or three or four weeks of production out of him. But this late in the season, might be worth it. It well, might be worth especially it, especially if you have Matt Forte. It's totally worth yep. it because then yep. you don't miss a beat. Yeah. Plug in Langford, and when Forte comes up. back. You can put him back in your lineup. It's so difficult to get these starting running backs and guys with great upside. Um, I know I, I look. I know I get made fun of in this podcast on Twitter about talking about forty times and all that stuff. But the guy's got four four speed. He's got four four five speed. Didn't he run the fastest one at the combine of the of running backs? I don't know. Was that, it Langford? It's tough because he ran a four four. I think at the combine he ran a four four two. He was up there, I think, which was kind of surprising. Well, if you're a running, if you're a six foot running back and you got four four two speed, that is serious speed. And size combinations, man. So, um, and again, extremely productive at Michigan State. Averaged 20 touchdowns over his last two seasons there at Michigan State. For the record, he was the fastest 40 time among running backs. There you go. Wow. So, uh, the guy's got potential, man. I'm I'm extremely excited uh, to see Jeremy Linkford get out there. So, uh, again, uh, he's the clear cut number two. Uh, we move on. Steve Smith Sr., out for the season, torn Achilles. It was so hard to see him go, man. So sad. That sucked. It, um, I, it, was I, it reminds me of, I, I mean, he, he wasn't on the same level as Mariano Rivera, but Rivera got hurt, remember, when he was shagging fly yeah, balls yeah, yeah, yeah. in yep. Kansas City and said, I am not retiring off of this. Sure. So I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Smith does the same thing. <laughs> he came I, back and was I'm still going out. I'm going out on my own terms, and I'm coming back because I got hurt. The reports are that he's mulling it over. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I've I've got him in our dynasty league, and I'm I'm like, oh no, I don't want to drop him. So <laughs> I might have to I might have to slide him down into the IR with Jordy. What a, what a wonderful IR yes. I have. Uh, you, you but uh, target wise, like I guess Kamar Aiken yeah, by Kamar default Aiken. is now the number one wide receiver. Yep. Yeah. And sure. he's he's produced in games where he's had at least seven targets. I think he's averaged almost ten points a game in those. So he'll enter the wide receiver three discussion. Right. Keep in mind that Baltimore's on a bye this week, so he can't help you immediately. Right. But he is still worth adding off the waiver wire if you can stash a guy yeah, because if, he's a number one. As exactly. You said. If you don't have immediate need, he's an awesome stash because he should inherit a ton of targets. Crockett Gilmore too. Um, since he's coming back, he's getting targeted in the red zone again. He's seen a decent amount of looks. Like somebody's got to catch the ball there. Yeah. <laughs> and no, Gilmore and Aiken are the best bets. Really? Not, uh, like it. not O'Doyle rules. Uh, Nick Boyle has been – I don't know where this guy's come from, but he seems to be he's running past patterns and getting targets. I don't what are you it. telling me here? Danger zone? 
Maybe. Maybe. Ooh, Maybe. Right. Uh, I do, no, but I do like Crockett Gilmore a Chris, lot. Chris Givens, too. Uh, they traded for him with the Rams earlier this year, and right. he was worked in slowly, but he's still a burner, and we know Flacco likes to chuck it deep. Sure. It's not bad. So all, all names to consider. Okay. I, I like just it. put in a claim for Langford and drop Le'Veon Bell. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I shouldn't laugh, but that was just the saddest thing I heard. <laughs> uh, speaking of sads, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, a kidney injury. Another one that I got. Keenan Allen, a kidney injury. He's likely to be gone for a few weeks. Um, I, I, yeah, I, it's one of those serious injuries, man. I, I hope he's okay. Well, uh, Gene Bramel's a, a doctor, and he writes for football guys as well. He said this is at least like a two- to three-week injury, and it's all going to depend on like their assessment in the hospital because like they need to make sure there's no laceration that's what or, or any bleeding or anything like right. that. If that's the case, then it's going to take a lot longer for him to it's, heal. It's constant monitoring. Um, it, this is not an injury you fool around with at all. I, I mean, it, you know, it, it's not a sprained ankle. You yeah. know what I mean? This is it's, a life-threatening. This, this is not one you play through. You right. Need it, you right. need it to be right. This is not pain management here. You know what I'm saying? This is a legit life-altering like situation if it goes badly. So, And clearly we hope he's okay. And it, uh, so, it sounds so, like he's okay for him, but that's why yeah. he's not going to see the field anytime right. soon. Exactly. The, the fantasy spin on that, obviously, is Steve Smith, Malcolm Floyd, and Steve Johnson need to be owned in oh, every Oh, Johnson. That I've every league your Steve's right messed up Steve's here. messed up. <laughs> yeah. Too many Steve's. That's all right. It's yeah. early in the morning. Uh, oh, Stevie Johnson is, all uh, is a great ad. Ha- uh, and no and Malcolm Floyd is available in some leagues. I mean, I'm, I'm running through waiver wires right now, and I'm finding him available. So um, pick it's, him up, man. It's hard for me to advocate Malcolm Floyd because, look, I know that he's the home run guy, but the offensive line is so banged up. I don't know if Philip Rivers is going to have time to get down there to get to Malcolm Floyd. He sure did last week. Johnson, Johnson's I the know, first. But that was against the Raiders. Johnson's brah. the first one you want to add because he's They're playing gonna, the Bears this week, brah. <laughs> he's got a the point. Bears stink. Johnson, uh, Stephen Johnson should fill in Keenan Allen's role though. They were running a lot of similar routes. Exactly. And great route runners. He can do all the crossers. Exactly. And stuff. Um, I think he's Floyd, see Floyd is worth a look, especially in deeper leagues too. Oh, no question. <clears throat> All right, Ryan Fitzpatrick um, hurt his non-throwing hand, uh, torn ligaments in his non-throwing hand, um, was forced back into action because Geno Smith, Marcus Grant got hurt in that game as well. <laughs> I shouldn't challenge. Marcus, I should, right? I should stop challenging Ray Ray Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, needs, he reportedly needs surgery to fix it, but is contemplating and most likely will put it off until the offseason. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of ice, a lot of stim, a lot of treatment on that left hand. He's got to see if he can Dude, get we, it to go. And we need him. Uh, uh, as, yeah. as a fantasy fan, you've got a great matchup coming up against the Jaguars. And if he can't play, what are we looking at if Geno's Bri- out too? We Bryce Petty. Him. Bryce Petty's taking first who is, team Who is not ready to play in the NFL. And not that, ready. That stinks because – not only is it a great matchup, but the Jets have a lot of really good fantasy players. I know, man. On their and you know what? Right and, and Marshall's hurt too. Yep. Like if he can't play, and Fitzpatrick does play, I dare I say Eric Decker's a must start. Yeah. Right. He's pretty close. He it's is a must start. But, but it also worries me about Chris Ivory's prospects. I know how much you love Chris Ivory, Alex. I mean, well, if they're putting nine guys in the box, right? Bryce Petty <laughs> exactly. can't throw the ball well, down the going, field. That's what's going to happen if if you know if it is Bryce Petty and you got to bang up Brandon yeah. Marshall. Eric well, Dickerson's not escaping that. He's injury. So there's <laughs> a report. There's a report that the Jets are interested in adding Matt Flynn. Well, great for that. It'd be better than Bryce Petty. No, this it would true. be because Bryce Petty really doesn't know how to play under center Alex. quite yet. No, get, no. Get out. Tebow! You are now forever. Turn his, you turn for, his mic off for the rest of the show. Tebow! The show. You were on talking probation for the rest of the show. Uh, oh, man. Timeout, Fabs. You're in timeout. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Uh, I, you know, it's not going to happen, but, you know. The, 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 the Jet skill position players on high alert. 
um, stream the, stream your defenses against the Jets. Um, it, it could be well you know, as long as that uh, that situation with Fitzpatrick keeps him out of the game. I, I mean, I, even with Geno, I mean, Geno scored over twenty fantasy points last yeah, week. It's crazy. He wasn't mad. It's crazy. So. Uh, but no, I, I think even if Fitzpatrick plays, uh, I think ball security will be an issue. And it's not like he's been a model of like protecting the ball here anyways. No. He likes to throw a couple picks every now and again. Um, and again, that ball security, it, it could be an interesting situation there to watch for sure. All right, so we move on. Um, on. Before this next news drop, I just got something to get in. Yeah. The around the That's not the right news drop. I tried to grab it from the NFL. It was supposed to be celebrate because Tyrod's coming back. Uh, they have it they have it labeled as celebrate from their news drops, and that's not what it is at what, all. It, like the cool in the gang song? Yeah. yeah. Celebrate good times. Come on. Um I want to I want to see that. I knew that I one, right? hear that news drop because that uh, well, sounded pretty theirs? Let's listen to it. Really. What is not that? all hair babies. Around the NFL podcast. Celebrates good times. Come Ah, there it is. So we just had money. We had money sing it for us. There we go. Money after after like two day binge on Benson and Hedges. Right. Uh, Also, I think we dapped it on Friday, but money did a a darn good job calling that Browns game. Yeah, money. Anything else? Uh, Shadowy league figures from Fox put money on the broadcast more often. Yeah, Yeah, sure. He's yeah. It's it's yet another job that he has now. So that's good. Uh, he's. I think he's up to 17 jobs. So <laughs> and counting and counting. Oh, if you ever need a loan, you know who to go. <laughs> but uh, the but guy yeah. named Money. No, he's been. No, uh, he he did it. He, man, he was good. And, and it surprises me zero percent. Right. He's Not a pro. All but right. So high. Buy low. Oh, Wait, I'm sorry. I, I just. <laughs> That's, that's how we got. That's how we ended up on this path. With right. Tyrod. Well, just real quick. Uh, it's very <laughs> exciting that he's coming back. Yeah. Uh, he should be great for the offense. EJ Manuel was a nice band aid, but Tyrod's getting all the first. Was he though? <laughs> Fantasy wise, yeah, he had a couple of good he games. Gave, he gave man. Robert Woods a good game before yeah. in the Jags. Sure, he sure. he actually put up like 19 points in both of his starts. But was anybody else brave enough to start him? No, of course not. Although it's more frustrating because he vultured that touchdown from Lashawn McCoy. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, uh, Ty God will be uh, worth a start. I think Sammy Watkins is still banked up. If you've got Sammy Watkins, I'd probably wait one more week. Um, even when healthy, he hasn't been terribly effective. So I would wait another week. Um, I don't think, again, uh, he's dealing with a pretty significant ankle injury. So I, I would, yeah, I'm not too confident. in. But yeah, uh, uh, Tyrod's playing the Dolphins this week. So definitely a good matchup to deploy him back in. If, you, mm-hmm. if you've got him or if, if he's got on him, waivers. play him, baby. All right, sell high, buy low. Uh, we will first talk about the record, I don't want to say record-setting, the record-tying guy uh, in Drew Brees. Seven touchdown performance to go along with 511 passing yards. I benched him in two leagues. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, for the listeners out there, we have an NFL Fantasy Live um, league, and Matt Money-Smith, the aforementioned Matt Money-Smith, was playing the Hall of Famer here uh, in their weekly matchup. On Fabs' bench, was Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. On Money's bench. Which is more baffling. Which is more baffling was Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Well, he has Andy Dalton. Yeah, but I mean, it's death, Listen, taxes, people, people and have to money remember. playing Drew Brees. I know, exactly. I know. But I mean, eight touchdowns going into the game. And no, that's fair. The listen, John- I mean, you, can, you can you know use hindsight, but... It just was I mean, funny. I would have started. I would have started Dalton too. It was and I just was... funny that money was the one who sat Drew Brees. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. And, no, but and, and also in in the same matchup, Fabs yeah. was benching Eli Manning. That's what was so funny That's about what it. It's was like, hilarious about it. It's like yeah. what, all these fantasy points just wasted. <laughs> and I had Eli as a starter Start. in my right. column, exactly. but I also had Cam Newton as a stardom. <laughs> and Cam had a good game. He would have been better if Ted Ginn could catch a football. Cam, uh, Cam had a decent game for you. But... Yeah, no, no, no. All right, so. 
Drew Brees. All right, Drew Brees. Sell high, trade him. buy low. Trade him. What are you thinking? Trade him. I have him I'm, in those two leagues, and I'm trying to trade him right now. I'm keeping him. Trade him. Um, all right, so Fab says trade him. Uh, Alex, why keep him? He's got an excellent schedule going down the stretch, and these la- I mean, he's he hadn't had the touchdowns, but he was like a wonderful, perfect candidate for touchdown regression because he had had like over 300 yards in a bunch of his games, throwing a lot of passes. Uh, Willie Sneed had been coming alive. They started using Benjamin Watson. It was just a matter of time before he actually found the painted area a couple times. Did not expect it to be seven. <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, this is. Can I also reason. say this? What? I think that with the personnel. Um, he had to figure out the offense, kind of refigure out the offense. Not only him, but the you know the offensive coaches as well. I just feel like the Saints had to kind of figure out their way. And Drew Brees obviously was dealing with a shoulder injury earlier in the season. You look at that schedule down the stretch. I don't know how many times he plays Tampa Bay. Um, but not for, no, not got, for nothing. Not one left against Not him. for nothing. Not for nothing, all right? I mean, we've seen him with good matchups, and he stunk. True. Tampa Bay, 12 points. True. Okay. Uh, he, he played against the Colts, 11 points. True. So it's not like he was exploiting great matchups every week either. Yeah, the game against so. the Colts, was a, was a, he was a victim of game script, though, too, because they got up so early. Mm-hmm. But I, I stick with him. Tampa Bay wasn't. Fabs, what do you need in the Fantasy Live League for? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll talk, bro. I, uh, all right, so funny enough, no, no, but, three but, quarterbacks no, but it, on my roster. No, it is funny league. though because you say sell Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you What are you targeting um, for? Listen, Drew Brees? dude, I'm going after whatever the best deal I can get. If I'm, for example, see in that league, I, I have Eli, so money has Drew Brees. So, oh, right, never mind. It depends on what I need, James. If if I am hurting at running back, which I clearly am because I've lost Foster and Bell, I'm going after a running back. I'm, I'm going to go after someone like potentially Mark Ingram, uh, maybe a Chris Ivory, someone like that, someone on that level. Listen, I go for the gusto, man. I'll throw in another. No, I, I get what you're saying. I'll throw in another running back. Look, who's I, a lesser get, running back with Brees to get a better running back. I get what you're saying, uh, I, but I just think in most leagues that doesn't fly, right? So it's like uh, I mean, you can ask, you it, could it, ask it for Mark fly. Ingram, but I just I mean, don't just see it. Mark Ingram sneakily the number two running back in fantasy. But that's and what he's I'm the only about. one left. <laughs> don't say, now, now hey, you Devonta just, Freeman's there. Now you just cursed him. Oh my! I mean, how many running backs are left? There's not a lot of guys standing, unfortunately. I know. Um, I, I think you'd have a better. I think you'd Heck, have better let's put it this way. I, I might think about trading Breeze if I can get back D'Angelo Williams right now. Well, that's not going to happen either. That's you know? interesting. That's somebody, interesting. Somebody might take that. You think? If they had D'Angelo Williams and aren't a Le'Veon Bell owner, they might flip mm-hmm. him for a quarterback. Yep. All right. Okay. <laughs> if it is the Lev Bell owner, they're they're hugging oh, D'Angelo listen, tight right now. Listen, D'Angelo, D'Angelo is available in the NFL Fantasy Live League, and I've already put in a trade request with Damashek because he's got number one priority. Good luck with that. I'm like, dude. Nope. One, I know he's a Steelers fan. Nope. One, he's not gonna go. He's not going to put in a waiver claim to actually get D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, who's and number two? Two. <laughs> even if he does two. get D'Angelo Williams, the chances of Damashek seeing and or responding to, to your a trade, trade request Dude, uh, are listen, not great. I have his not cell phone. Great. I have his email. I see him around. I will just absolutely tackle him and be like, "Dude, if you get D'Angelo, here's the trade. Let's do it." Here's All right. The, here's this unfair trade. Accept it. What do you please. mean unfair trade? <laughs> unfair. What is this unfair trade? Stuff All right, fella. Anyways, will not take a look. Anyways, right. Anyways. that's what I'll say. Um, Brandon and Cooks had two touchdowns for a week. Brandon Cooks had two touchdowns as well. Um, it's the most productive he's ever been. Uh, Twenty fantasy points for him in standard leagues. Uh, what do we make of his performance? Sell high, buy low. Uh, I would sell. I don't. I don't trust his 
his uh, ability to be consistent like that in the offense right now. Am I the only one? Anybody? A lot, uh, of, lot, a lot of dead air when Brandon Cooks comes up. I don't up. know. Well, I'm starting, <laughs> I'm starting, I, would, I would try to sell them. They're, they're playing Tennessee this week. That defense is good. I'm slowly coming so, around. I mean, maybe maybe it's confirmation bias because some of us wanted him to be so good yeah, at the start yeah, of the that, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm slowly coming around because the last couple of weeks he's been more productive. I mean, you go back three of the last four weeks, he's had at least 80 yards. He you know, had, obviously, the two touchdowns last week. He's starting to get going, so maybe this is. Dude, me. you totally just did the Chris Berman. I did the you know T Rex like, arms right I, there. I, maybe <laughs> maybe I'm just wishing and hoping, but I, I think that maybe this is the start of something good. I hope so too because I loved him, and I have him in a bunch of leagues. But I, I'm I'm going to try to trade him. I'm again. torn. I'm torn. I, I I think he's a good sell high guy. But that being said, he does have upside. I don't know. He you know they they took a couple deep shots for him, and he wasn't necessarily open, but. You know, they took a couple deep shots. But one was a perfect pass from Breeze. Yeah. That one that was like a semi-fade corner out, right. whatever you want to call it, right. that was just beautiful from Breeze. Anyways, but, uh, but yeah, I'm torn on this. I, I know we're not helping too many folks on Brandy Cooks, but oh, there you go. It depends on what you got. If you're deep at wide receiver, sell high on him. C.J. Anderson and Ronnie Hillman. What do we make of that backfield? Hillman's still sell the guy, high, man. Buy low. I don't know about that. I, yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, he's still Hillman, the guy. Hillman's but still the guy. I like, still want no part of it. It's a split. I'd ra- but you know, I like him this week against the Colts. I'll play Hillman. C.J. C.J. Anderson ran ran better, had more yards, and now like curse Gary Kubiak because you know before when Anderson was struggling with let's not forget it was a toe injury toe injuries are terrible for running backs mm-hmm. before the before their bye it was all like oh Ronnie's playing great he's gonna earn more carries it'll be a split now you know what he said after this game wow CJ Anderson looked great still gonna be a split <laughs> but boy that was the best he's looked all year yeah so if I'm if I can have one I still want CJ Anderson not me I think he's, Ronnie Hillman's he's the better, better. Running back. I just he's don't want better. I I don't want either of them <laughs> Well, that would be preferable, right? Like, I don't want – I just I, – I can't. I can't. I just can't. I just think – I think C.J. Anderson has looked more explosive in the run game. Um, what? what, what, what C.J. Anderson what? Yeah. yeah. If you watched – watching that game on Sunday night, Anderson was the more explosive. Well, what about what about in the first seven weeks? <laughs> he had a toe injury. Right. Yeah, I understand that, but even closer to Ronnie Hillman was just the better back before this game. Ronnie Hillman was still the better back in recent games. I would, I, and Anderson was again from maybe a, getting healthy from a from a fantasy perspective. I get what you're. I hundred percent get what you're saying, but you know, you take away one good play where he broke off a six. But you can't take that away. You can't take that away. Sure, you can. No, you can't. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's something he did. But if we're, you can't if, take like, it away. But if you're just evaluating talent, C.J. Yeah. Anderson is the more talented back. He's he's the better back with vision. If CJ and Anderson was the more talented back. He'd be the number one guy. He will right be. Now. He will be before the end of the season. So calling it, calling it. There you go. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's talk about the opportunity report. We're talking about top handcuffs uh, for the rest of the season, and this is uh, really for the running back position. Obviously, uh, we'll start in Minnesota. How about Jerick McKinnon? We've been talking. To, I, I know we talked up Jerick McKinnon quite a bit last year. Uh, he's got great speed, great size. He's still learning the position. He's, he's a, a converted he's a, quarterback. He's a talented runner, though. Um, I think, well, because part of this discussion, we were talking about this last last night, yesterday, with Harmon's article. It looks at all the targets and touches for every position. You can sure. find it, NFL.com slash fantasy. But given the rash of injuries at running backs, that's why we're kind of looking at guys to target that could that you want to keep on a bench in case one of those other big guys goes down. That's why we're talking about Gaskins. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't burn a huge waiver priority, no. But, no. like, if you have space on your bench... I think all the I think you can wait for Wednesday morning to add 
every single one of these guys. I wouldn't sure. use any waiver priority sure. at all. Sure, sure. Just wait for them to be free agents. Adam, Adam later in the week, yeah. But yeah. like the point is, you should get these guys because like McKinnon, if Adrian Peterson, go, if McKinnon might start seeing more work in general, and if Peterson goes down. He's yeah. inheriting a huge workload. Same with Tevin Coleman. Yeah, we know about Tevin Coleman. Thomas Rawls, we already know about. Rawls, huge. How about Steven Ridley, though? He's an interesting one because uh, they finally activated him. He was active this week, but in the active John Brown sense where he didn't see the field. You had to bring him. Oh, yeah, Bruce, Bruce Arians, Arians gave fantasy fans the middle finger. Well, I mean, I guess if I was him, I would have done somebody that. Asked, uh, somebody asked uh, a backstory. Somebody asked Bruce Arians about John Brown's um, active tag, but played zero snaps. He played zero snaps. It's not that he didn't get any catches. He played zero snaps. Yep. And uh, he was asked about that, and I, somebody had brought in fantasy for some reason, and uh, and he said, yeah, "Don't do that with a coach." I could give an ish. Yep. Yep. Don't I could do that with a coach. You think they're going to give two two rats patooties about that? So. Come on. Back to Stephen Ridley. Yes. Right now, the ba- main backup behind Chris Ivory is Zach Stacy. Ooh, wee. not great. Stephen Ridley's a talented runner. He's over a calendar year removed from his ACL surgery now, and uh, he, if Ivory, as we know, he's fantastic, but he's never been the picture of health. If he goes he down, not. I think Stephen Ridley's the guy that would uh, would slide in there. So he's he's more of the deeper ad variety. Yeah. Uh, but he's a name to keep an eye on. But one thing that this last two weeks has proven. If your top running back is still healthy and his handcuff is on the waiver wire, you, probably want to get you must get him. You must get him. That's one of the things that, uh, lucky, luckily, in those leagues where I have Le'Veon Bell, in any league where D'Angelo was dropped, I grabbed him. Yeah. So I'm okay, I think, in three of the leagues. One of the leagues he was, he was still owned, so I couldn't get him. Um, but yeah. you have to do it, especially now that we're at the midway point of the, of the fantasy season. Uh, God forbid any more of these running backs go down at least – at least you're going and, to have the guy that everyone else will want right. off the waiver. Norm- normally I'm not as big of a fan of handcuffing, but in a year where the running back position has been as insane decimated. as it is, decimated. and it's been decimated by injuries, and it's extremely volatile, that's why we're listing these guys, because if there is an injury, these guys are coming into a huge workload. It's yeah. not like this is the next man up in the Tennessee-Washington committees. <laughs> like, these are guys that yeah. could see 20 touches Right, and even, game. yeah, listen, uh, if you have dead weight on your roster right now and you're like, you know what? I'm going to add McKinnon just in case. Right. Uh, you know, I'm going to add Matt Jones if he's out there just in case something happens with Morris and Jones becomes the guy at some point. Yeah. And there are several different players, as Alex mentioned, that you can do that with. Other, other good ones uh, like we have on here, Buck Allen. Javorius Allen. Javorius, if you're looking for him. He's J-A-V-O-R-I-U-S. Just type in J-A-V and you'll be fine. Yeah, it should be the only one in there. Uh, Javorius Allen is an interesting handcuff for Baltimore. Andre Ellington, I don't think he's widely available, but – might not be. I mean, he might be getting dropped more when Chris Johnson's seeing 30 touches a game. Yeah, and Andre Ellington's seeing nothing, man. Seeing nothing. But that's Wait, why. Like, and even CJ2K fumbles twice, loses both, and gets 30 carries. Gets 30. Arians is like, that's my guy. Right. So, and if CJ were to go down, though, or anything, I think he would default back to Andre being the guy, not not David. And and CJ sure. is getting a lot. Oh, my gosh. He's getting so many carries. It's unbelievable. Um, James Starks, obviously the handcuff for Eddie Lacy, who, again, looked absolutely awful. He didn't look awful. <laughs> he had a couple good runs. He got stuffed Gelhar. a couple times, as did James Starks against Gelhar. the tough defense. He looked terrible. He averaged like four yards a carry. <laughs> the, game script, the game script got away from them, too. He, he, there, were, there were a couple runs where, I mean, they said in the in the, in the bye week his he had his pad level too high. There were a couple of those where he came in too high. Other runs, First of all, it, it's so funny. It, I love the fact that Eddie Lacy deflects weight questions and then talks about pad level. Well, McCarthy said that, too. That was part of the <laughs> – McCarthy, if you're a Packer fan or you follow them at all – 
One of McCarthy's favorite expressions ever since he became the head coach has been pad level. Okay. Always is. So, right. of course, that's what came up with Eddie Lacy. All right. So, um, uh, James Starks, uh, uh, you know, an obvious handcuff for Eddie Lacy. Um, anybody else? I Look, I see C.J. Spiller on here. Uh, I know Kyrie Robinson went down. Ke- another injury. Uh, surprise, surprise. Tim Hightower is back in the uh, league. Uh, Kyrie Robinson out for the season now for the Saints. So if you have Kyrie Robinson, feel free to drop him. I know he was coming off a two-touchdown performance. But uh, C.J. Spiller's there, I guess. Uh, not too excited about that. I mean, I think he, he's starting to get used a little more now, and especially with Kyrie Robinson out. Some of yeah. Those touches, so some of those touches will naturally default to him. Mark Ingram's still the workhorse. Yeah. But um, if we're talking handcuffs here too, like yeah. if Mark Ingram goes down, that's CJ Spiller's backfield. No, you're right, and and I'm semi arguing against myself because you know I just previously had just said Drew Brees figuring out the offense and, and the coaching staff is figuring it all. Yeah, all right, I get it. CJ Spiller, <laughs> go get him. All right, uh, let's hit some waivers real yeah. quick and then dap it. Uh, both remember both the waiver wires. You can read both of them. NFL.com/slash waiver wire. NFL.com/slash deep dive. Uh, Jordan Reed coming off its bye, still. Unowned. Do you know do an you, amazing? Do amount you of know league. that he is, on average, the second most targeted tight end in the league? Yes, he's yeah. averaging almost ten targets a game. Yeah, no one throws to the tight end position more um, than than Washington. Now, now you do wonder if Deshaun Jackson's return means fewer targets for Reed, but still, the guy's a is Deshaun is he ever back? Com- is he ever coming back? He's I mean, supposed to come back. Is this he's for week? real. Ever it's coming crazy. back? Des Bryant hit yeah. the field faster than than Deshaun Jackson. He's supposed to. Hey man, you it's know, insane. You, you hit those blocking dummies the right way, and they knock um, you out for a while. The thing is, what's interesting too as I was looking at this and Harmon tweeted something good about it over the weekend is like we say tight end super volatile but in the four games that Jordan Reed has started and finished this year he's finished as a top 12 tight end yeah. every time yeah, dude, he's if he's uh, there go get he's him he's great I mean as long as he's We've on the field about put him in your lineup yeah right. no question um, Vernon Davis is out there we talked about Benjamin Watson again had another good game although it's he's the new Jimmy Graham it's so hard to trust uh, Benjamin Watson because we've seen such a large body of work where he's done nothing and, well, but recently his, now, two he, of his last been productive. Two of yeah. his last three games, he's been good. And in that third game, he had that touchdown that was called back. Called he, back, he, right? So he's been. Listen, he's been better than Jimmy Graham over and the last been, three weeks. Getting, Let's put it that way. He needs to be added now. And Tennessee's not been good against tight ends this year. And uh, as we've seen with the barnyard dog, forget about body of work. Doesn't yeah. matter. Match Throw it up. Doesn't matter. Throw it out. Uh, but no, Benjamin Watson. You know, we talk about the eyeball test a lot. He passes the eyeball. He's death, looking man. good. He looks good out there. It's awesome. It's awesome to see. Um, um, so Benjamin Watson, I think, is is a great add. Robert Woods in a week where, like, this is what makes it tough for the waiver wearer this week is six teams are on a bye week. Oh yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, James Sammy Watkins still dinged up. Percy yeah. Harvin still dinged up. Yeah. Robert Percy Woods, Harvin might never play football again. Uh, yeah, I think that report is getting right. mixed now, but. Yeah. Um, with both of them out in that London game where before the Buffalo bye week, Robert Woods had 13 targets. I think he caught nine of them for like 80-some yards and a touchdown. Great possession like receiver. He, he becomes the number one receiver in that offense, and now Tyrod's coming back who can actually deliver the ball accurately down the field. Woods could be a great spot start this week. Um, Justin Hardy out of East Carolina. Is that right? Justin Hardy, uh, a, a rookie this year. Um, he's an interesting ad, too. It's a deep ad. He uh, saw his first NFL action this week, had, I think, four targets, two catches, 21 yards. But that Atlanta offense needs somebody to step up alongside Julio. It was Leonard Hankerson early. He's been banged up. Roddy White is washed. They can't rely on Jacob Tammy to get 10 catches every no? week. No, well, and part of it is they need Matt Ryan to not have tunnel vision. He he had a lot of Matt Stafford-itis where he just kept trying to force the ball into Julio. And, that, know, is, that is kind of Kyle great. Shanahan's offense, though, too. That's great if you have Julio, but in terms of the Falcons being successful offensively, it's just not a good recipe. Yeah, dude, don't hate. 
So hey, okay, just keep throwing a Julio. <laughs> uh, just, Justin Hardy, though, is an excellent deep league ad because he could start seeing a lot more work. I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Justin Hardy had one of the top two. Uh, 40 combo, times? 40 times. Of course. For the wide receiver position. Oh, uh, you could. Pierre Thomas is working out for the Niners. Of course he is. Go get him. But of no, course. The PT that. Cruiser is back. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I wouldn't add anybody in the, in the Niners backfield period. That's tough. Uh, Nate Washington has been sneakily effective as on his, well. On his bye this week as well, but yes. For yeah. Houston there. And you know who else has been? Have you looked at Brian Hoyer's last four or five games? Yeah. All really good. All really good. Ever since he took over for Mallet, he has been fantasy gold, and uh, it's been sitting on the waiver wire. Well, he's another one of those guys who, you know, in regular football, I, I don't know <laughs> that right. you're all that fired up about him because he'll throw that soul-crushing pick somewhere along the way. But in fantasy, sure, he's given yeah. two or three touchdowns every single and, week. And I think we've seen that uh, the line between fantasy and reality is, is, is going further and further apart at quarterback this year because you're seeing a lot of quarterbacks who are not playing good uh, on the gridiron, who are actually producing right. fantasy points for you because of garbage time. So, Marcus, there's the Mark Bulger Award. Mm. Would Brian Hoyer be the leader in the anti-Mark Brunel Award, where he's not a great quarterback on the field, but an excellent <laughs> fantasy quarterback? Because Mark Brunel was always a fantastic quarterback, yeah. but would never do anything in fantasy. Right. Actually, Brunel yeah. wasn't bad for a while in Jacksonville. He was, he was okay, And then yeah. he had that one year with the Redskins where he was really, really good. He could scramble with the ball, yeah. too. But, yeah. I mean, like, all those years in Jacksonville where he was taking them to the playoffs and stuff, he would be, like, never. Dude, yeah, he had Jam- Jamie Smith and Keenan McCarl, oh. Taylor. They had some talent. That was fun. Offense. Hell, yeah, they did. Absolutely. Um, all right, enough living in the late 90s. Or did you have one more point, James? Oh, no, no, no. I, You know, I saw David Cobb here again. I, yeah, we, I hear about the weight issue. It scares me off. I, I don't like it. Michael Floyd, if he's available on waiver wires. Pick him up. Pick going, him up. Into, going into his bye. But pick him up. There are enough targets in that Arizona passing offense for all three. He I and agree. Fitzgerald, and and keep in eat. mind, too, he's coming back from an injury as well, early season injury, too. He's been seeing a lot more snaps the last few weeks. And I think he's really developing. He's there. He was supposed to be their down-the-field guy. He was supposed to be the heir apparent uh, to Larry Fitzgerald. And, and I th- and I think he will emerge in the second half and Definitely. make a splash. Definitely. So if he's available, go pick him up as well. All right, let's do Dale Adapts and get out, man. Daily Dap Time, our props to the world. Uh, Non-fantasy related. I guess it could be fantasy related, but mostly non-fantasy related. Uh, We'll start with you, WizKid from Wisconsin. Hit me with one. Uh, I'm going to give a dap to the Grantland Riders because it's a group of phenomenal talented people that uh, saw their website shut down by ESPN on Friday. They found out on Twitter, which is rough, but uh, I wish all of those guys the best. They have provided, I'm sure, all of us endless hours of entertainment and insight reading all their great stuff, so... Daily adapt to the Grantland Riders. I'm yeah. sure they'll all land on their feet soon. If we had the capability, I would hire them all here. Including, uh, <laughs> including our, James, our friend uh, Jonah Carey, Jonah who we're Carey, in League man. of Leagues with. Sure, one absolutely. of the founding members of League of Leagues. All right, Marcus, hit me with one. Uh, well, my daily dap goes out to mom. Uh, I could, you know, you can always dap your mom pretty much any time uh, of the day of year. But uh, it was her birthday yesterday, hey, so yeah. happy birthday, mom. There you go. There you go. Happy Fabs. birthday, Mama Grant. Fabs, what's up? I'm seeing some tweets right now that uh, Pierre Thomas is going to the 49ers. I don't know if that means he's signing with the 49ers. Or but he just bought a ticket. Let me ask you a question, though. I mean, if if uh, before I dap, if Thomas, uh, the, the, they're yeah, they have signed him. They've so, signed him, yeah. I just see that now, too. I mean, breaking news. Does he, does he get a waiver claim ahead of uh, Gaskins? Eh, oh, yeah. I think so. I mean, ahead of Gaskins. I think sure. so. I mean, sure. like, you know, I think so. Sure? Question mark? 
I don't know. Uh, Dude, a lot of people are hurting out there right now. So my, my DAP is going, and it's going to be fantasy-related to my pals D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage, who are, dare I say it, fantasy superstars as we head into week nine. Hold on. I have more breaking news. They've changed the favorite star on Twitter to a heart. What? I'm going to anti-dap that. That's that anti-dap. Awful. Wait, they're going, inst- they're going full Instagram. It's a heart now. That's what I they saw, do on Instagram. I, I pulled it up, and there was a Pierre Thomas news, and then Katie Nolan tweeted about it. I'm like, what is she talking about? And then I saw underneath it, it was a heart, and it's just 25. And I'm like, oh, my God. I don't Why like did they it. do that? I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it whatsoever. Boo, Twitter. Boo, Twitter. Undap Twitter. Uh, you know what? I'm going to undap Us Weekly. You know why? They have a freaking spoiler alert for The Walking Dead on the front cover of Us Weekly. Not cool. Not cool whatsoever. You might say, hey, James, why do you have Us Weekly? First of all, <laughs> yeah, that was my first great, question. Great source of information uh, in the entertainment world. Uh, no, look, my wife's got an Us Weekly subscription. And plus, yeah, your wife. <laughs> my wife. <clears throat> yeah, no, uh, it's a great magazine. Uh, no, but uh, no, Untap Us Weekly. Besides, you go to the grocery store. It's right there. In the aisle. In the aisles. This you can't avoid it. It's easy to see. There's a Walking Dead spoiler on the front cover of Us Weekly. What? Is going on there? That's not cool. That's, that's really what, cool. What was it? The spoiler for the episode? No, nope, stop. You no, stop. I, no, I'm you just stop. No, 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 stop. I don't want. I'm not going to say it. What I'm was the gonna, spoiler? You stop. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to know say what it. the spoiler was. I'm not going to say. It. I haven't watched the episode, folks. Oh, so I it's a spoiler the for the upcoming epi- or the episode I have not that watched just the happened. Episode. I haven't watched the season. Period. I haven't watched the season. It's you know what the spoiler. Stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. All right, I'm gonna my official dap though goes to uh, Machine Gun Kelly. His new album came out very sneak. It was very under the radar. It came out a couple weeks ago. I didn't even know. Uh, I'm a big MGK fan. I didn't have any idea. I I have it uh, in my queue. I'm gonna go downstairs, listen to it online. Uh, but uh, daps to uh, Machine Gun Kelly for coming out with a new album. Uh, daps to Ty Tuesday again. I want our listeners to the podcast on Tuesdays next, starting next week. If you wear a tie, tweet the show. We'll dap you. We'll we'll show you. Uh, we'll retweet you. If you wear a tie on Tuesdays uh, for the uh, for the NFL podcast listeners out there, we're starting Tie Tuesday Revolution here Man. on the NFL Fantasy Worldwide. Podcast. I love it. All right, so there you go. We're out of here. All right, for the Whisket from Wisconsin, MG Marcus Grant and Michael Fabiano, I'm James Coe. Thank you for listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. We'll catch you next week or on Friday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.